0: All right, welcome back into the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosts, same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has exactly what you need to win. If you sign up today, you bet hundred dollars, you're going to get hundred dollars at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Bet just WinBet at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Bet W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. So we have been doing our mini series. We got some quarterbacks out of the way. We got some running backs out of the way. Today we are going to talk about our top six receivers. Jackson Smith and Jigba episode is today. Uh, this guy comes in at six foot, 196 pounds. He did not play that much this year, only had five receptions, but he had an absolute breakout season in 2021. 95 receptions, 1,606 yards, 9 touchdowns, 16.9 yards a carry, abundance of highlights, and he did all of this while playing beside one of the best wide receiver rooms we've ever seen with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, both first-round picks in the NFL Draft, top 12 picks in the NFL Draft. So, Brad, let's talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba.
1: Yeah, look. This dude has everything that you want to see except that elite top end speed. So so pros, right? His quickness off the line is pretty legitimate. Pretty legitimate. His release off the line and at the top of his routes, he's really good at, you'll hear the term stacking corners, getting them to turn their hips in the opposite direction. He gets right up on their toes and makes his break, makes it very difficult for corners to stay with him. So his release is really good. And because of that, he can create an enormous amount of separation as well. So this dude can do everything that you like to see him do uh, as a wide receiver on the field. Now, some cons. He doesn't have, like I said, that elite top end 4'3", 4'4", speed. He's going to definitely run slower. There are a number of occasions where he gets run down by linebackers, safeties, anybody on the field. This dude is not running away from anybody. My second con is all about the production, right? He didn't play hardly any in the 2020 season. He exploded onto the scene in 2021 and then he turned around and had some injury issues, some hamstring issues in 2022 that that ultimately had him sit out uh the the majority of the 2022 season. Now, my last con and you can take this what you will, right? Maybe we're nitpicking. We're trying to find cons for some of these guys, and it's hard for JSN to find one. And my biggest one is his, his, all of his production. 92% of his receptions came while working from the slot. So when you talk about, yeah, he was lined up with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Well, yeah, those guys are on the inside or on the outside. And JSN's getting to work on the inside against maybe a little lesser of a level of competition. So I went back and said, OK, so before I get crazy, let's take a look at all the wide receivers that have come out over the last five years that had around, nine, you know, let's say 90 plus percent of snaps or their targets coming from the slot that were that are worthwhile. There's really only two names that I'm like, okay, I want these guys on my team, or I'm okay with having at least one of them on a team. The other one you absolutely want on your team. One is Justin Jefferson, right? An enormous amount of his snaps came from the slot, 100% translated. I don't want to say JSN is Justin Jefferson. You may hear other people compare him to Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to do that. The second guy was Jacoby Myers, right? So a guy that you're okay having on your team, but not really excited about it, right? So I want to see if this production that he put up in his sophomore season is translatable to the outside. Can he do that to outside bigger corners? Whereas in college and as stellar, as awesome as it was, sophomore season, he was doing it against slots. Can he do it against those bigger outside corners? That's kind of what I want to find out. My player comp really because of the fact that he's that well-rounded wide receiver. He just doesn't have that top-end speed. It's going to be Keenan Allen. And we talked a little bit pre-show, right? Size is not necessarily the comp here, right? Keenan Allen's taller. He's bigger. He's a little bit more built uh, than JSN is. But the style of play is very similar. He wins with his quickness. He wins with his release off the line, and he's not going to burn anybody down the field, right? So that's where we like to see JSN. I hope that he finds a really good landing spot where maybe they get to utilize him in the slot, an offensive coordinator that will kind of move him around, get him in those winning situations, because I do think that might matter a little bit more with him than maybe some of these other wide receivers.
0: Yeah, and so you want to look at the big board and kind of where he stacks up. You know, we saw Jamar Chase pretty much not play for football for an entire year. He sat out and then went to the draft. There's a lot of questions about that. There's a lot of questions right now about whether or not JSM was really hurt or if he was just sitting out and saving himself for the NFL draft. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah's draft has Jackson Smith and Jigba going to the Giants at 25 and has him as the first receiver off the board and doesn't have a receiver going ahead of him. Um, these, these NFL mock drafts on the database have receivers going ahead of him and much earlier to look at kind of where he's projected and he's projected obviously as a first round pick. Here is where some people have him going the 15 spot, the 25, you got the Packers, the Giants, the Seahawks. So when you're looking at, you know, what can you expect from him come, you know, come Sundays, this guy that could easily be. a a number one or a number two on on any offense and someone that you can plug and play in your fantasy football lineups from day one if you were to get any of these any of these landing spots in my opinion
1: yeah I really like the Giants one right we expect them to bring back and I know you probably like that also Dave you know we expect them to re-sign Daniel Jones to a deal Wondell Robinson's going to be coming back. I personally would like to see them re-sign Isaiah Hodgins to a little bit of a deal. I think that would really help JSN where he doesn't need to come in and just try to shoulder all of the load right off the bat as a rookie. They got Wondell Robinson coming in to work out of the slot. They got Isaiah Hodgins, you know, that prototypical size for an X receiver. Work, and they'll put, be able to put JSN on the, on as the Y receiver, which I, I really kind of like, uh, or I'm sorry, the Z receiver. Uh, So I kind of like the the idea of where that is, whereas with Green Bay, yeah, he's probably going to be a Z because Christian Watson is the big outside guy there, or maybe even gets relegated to the slot with Romeo Dobbs there. That could be good for him, but what's the quarterback situation there. Right. So that, that does worry me a little bit. And obviously at draft time, hopefully we've got a little bit of clarity with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in the quarterback position. But for now, because you know, here we are in jet, you know, February 1st, talking these guys, the giants is definitely my preferred landing spot out of these two.
0: Yeah. We'll have a lot to figure out with free agency. How ironic would it be for Aaron Rodgers to go somewhere else? And then the Packers took a first round receiver. Um, We'll see. Uh, It does sound like Rodgers could potentially be moved. Um, Obviously, he could stay. The way the contract is set up, they can't easily move him. Um, And and he set it up that way, so he has options. But again, going back to JSN, um, big things with Todd McShay and and him. JSN's brother does not like McShay. Really says he could have a a defamation uh, lawsuit. Um, based on some of the things McShea is saying, Mache's doubled down. Said some teams see uh, and Jigba as a third-round pick. Uh, not a third-round pick. A third receiver, not a third-round pick. Third receiver on a team. Um, yeah, and if he is, you know
1: what he had for lunch on Thursday or whatever that quote was. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's interesting. He also questioned yeah. whether he or not he was healthy or not, and said he gave up on his teammates. He, you know. Um, There's a lot of things that were were not great towards um, JSN. So that is the JSN episode. Appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. We got all of our other episodes on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also check it out on Spotify, Apple, whatever you do, podcast.